Greetings from Pandora. Welcome to a Vault Hunter's Guide to the Borderlands, the best Borderlands podcast on the Echo Net. I'm Drew. I'm Jeff. Thanks for joining us today for episode number 25, where today we're going to be talking about guns. But first, just a quick reminder that you can always get in contact with us via Twitter at Vault Hunters Pod or through our email, a Vault Hunters Guide at gmail.com. And don't forget, you can watch us record the podcast live at twitch.tv slash a Vault Hunters Guide. I just want to point out that that is not technically accurate since the whole point of this episode is slightly different and we're also going to be talking about shields slightly too. I mean, but mostly guns. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about like the Borderlands franchise as a thing. It's like, oh, what's the game about? It's like, oh, guns. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you if somebody advertises a monster truck rally, okay? And yeah. you go you you're excited, you purchase tickets to and attend said monster truck rally, right? And they do a majority of monster trucks, but then at one point they have a dude come out and do like two minutes on a motocross bike and he's doing, you know, freestyle and he's doing flips and stuff. You're not going to say, I went to a monster truck rally and motocross freestyle show. You're just going to say you went to a monster truck rally. I'm just throwing this out there, and you can probably verify this based on your experience with me, but you know that I might actually say that. <laughs> it's it's possible. <laughs> so, anyway. So, well, that's cool. So, uh, Drew, <clears throat> how have your last two weeks in the Borderlands been? How, actually, Excellent. Actually, you know what, just in general, how's your last two weeks in general been? <laughs> uh, in general, it's been fine i mean obviously not a lot going on um just uh hanging out doing my thing and uh being being stay-at-home dad and teacher now and uh borderlands player so how is uh i get i'm i'm going to ask that because i haven't really talked to anyone about this yet but how is how is school now helping out your kids compared to what it was when you were a kid? Um, I would say it's, it's different because like now it's like there's the, the core system and everything. So yeah. it's like a, it's just a different way of teaching math and stuff like that. Um, so that's, that's, it's a little weird, but it's like, so it's like, well, I got to learn how to do it the way that they're teaching you to do it. And then I can help teach you. Right. So. I get around that by not having kids. <laughs> that does make it easier, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, it's been fine. Spent a lot of time playing Borderlands. Finally ponied up and got it on PC. So I've been playing the shit out of it on, on PC lately. That's um, my boy. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's really good. Like, um, I don't have, like, you know, a... Uh, top tier desktop or anything like that, but um, it's uh, but it's good. Like I get better frames and better picture and faster load times. And, you know, it's good. I'm happy. Very good. happy. Yeah. It is no. kind of funny though because I'm like behind on everything, and that's weird. Like all like you... the all the skins and everything, and yeah, you know, I got to do it all over again. And, but whatever. It's all so good. you're. 
So you're just like any any skin or trinket or anything like that you find, you're picking it up again. And you're like, oh yeah, this is a, yeah, I got it. Right, right. It's like, oh right, I need that now, and it's. <clears throat> I mean, as much as you need trinkets and skins, but sure, you know what I mean. Sure, I get you. Yeah, I'm no, just I'm it. I miss I miss being able to. I mean, like I can always still go back and play it on PS4, but I'm I do miss like just grinding stuff at max level. So you know. yeah. But I mean, you're, you're, you're pretty far. What I think, you know, I mean, you've, you've only had it for not very long and, and what now you're like level like 43, 44, something like that. I think I got it last a week ago today, actually. Mm-hmm. I think I got it a week ago today and I'm like level 42 or something like that. So nice. Sick. Yeah. So on top of doing all the other stuff. So you know. yeah, absolutely. So, and you, and like you said, you have been playing on PS4 as well. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah, too, so. a little bit. Because I've been um I'm I think that by the time this comes out that'll be over, but uh I've been doing the chest farming event and the you know, and the loot tinks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been good. I really enjoy it. I really like that is one very, very, very small good thing to come out of this whole situation, you know, with staying at home as much as possible and everything is mm-hmm. the is the all the cool in-game events that everybody's doing right now, um, including Gearbox with Borderlands, you know, it's been it's been just like constant new small events and stuff, which has been really nice. Yeah, which you know would be sick. You know what I'd like to see now next is uh, like re-release the Bloody Harvest and uh, Broken Hearts Day events. That'd be fun. So that that would be cool. So that way you could you know, get that gear all over again at the new max levels. Mm, that would actually be pretty sick. Yeah, like the wedding invitation? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, we know it's the middle of April, but, <laughs> you know, we yeah. also know that the wedding invitation is a sick gun, so... Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. So, I I think it's kind of funny, though, because... Uh, in one of our previous episodes, we actually talked about that. We actually talked about, hey, they need to start doing, you know, more smaller events and everything like that. And so I'm glad to see that they actually did start doing that. So um, I think it's cool. I think it's, a, I, I think that um, the way they have it set up is good as far as having red chest, but then they also have a bunch of loot tanks running around. And apparently that also counts towards chubby skags because Beth and I were playing yesterday and we had like seven chubby skags right from one skag den and it was ridiculous nice which which skag den if you don't mind my asking the very first one after you get onto pandora at the because we're going through and and she's got it on pc now and so we're helping to level her up pretty quickly as well and get through the story so it's the very first one after you uh fight shiv and everything and uh where you would go to get the skag spine after Marcus is like, oh yeah, open that vending machine, get a shock skag yeah, spine. Yeah, once you get to the droughts there, that yeah. like first home base that she sets up. Yeah, correct. All right, cool. So nice. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's I what I I didn't know that it counted for chubbies. It it looks like it does. I would so I would assume that would be the thing. Other either either that or we just happen to get insanely lucky somehow. <laughs> and <laughs> right, I and I right. am never that lucky with anything. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that's what I've been doing a lot. I've been helping her a lot through the game. Uh, I've been doing a lot of farming myself, uh, because 
I so my first character on PS4 for those that were unaware was Zane, and I still love Zane, but when I went to go play it on PC, I wanted to do something a little bit different, and so I went for a critical hit style flak because with the higher frame rate and better performance and everything, that seemed to work out a little bit better going for that on PC as opposed to PS4. Uh, just with better frames and everything, it seemed a little bit easier to hit those critical hits and things like that. So um, that's what I've been doing. And with the new DLC, that was the one piece of gear that had been eluding me was the Skull Masher. And I know that it's not particularly good for specifically doing like raw power critical hits but if you do it right you can get the number up there really quick it's like yeah in the time you can in the time it takes you to shoot one sniper rifle bullet from a different one you will have shot you know three or four times with the skull masher and that's what makes it really worth it i'm really looking forward to getting a skull masher i'm looking forward to using it as more of like a like a no scope shotgun style weapon you know oh absolutely just one shot and like specked into Megavore and just one shot and stuff right in the face. Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, I've just been doing a ton of farming and everything like that. So, um, I'm super excited about, uh, you know, getting my other characters leveled up and stuff like that. Cause I have also started, uh, Amara and I have started a Moe's on PC as well. And, uh, I need to start a Zane. My Zane playthrough, I'm sure, is just going to go by super, super quick because I know how to play him and I know what I'm doing with that. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, especially once you get... <clears throat> once you've got a Sea and Dead class mod and Barrier active and all that stuff, then you just you just run through the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's and that's the idea, too. That's probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to... I'm going to... From first playthrough, I'm probably going to hop into a DLC right away if I can and just go through until I get a Sea and Dead class mod because it's it's going to be better at higher levels, but for what I'm looking for it to do is going to be just fine with just pretty much the first one I get. Mm-hmm. Yep. So okay. anyway, so but yeah, that's what I've been doing and that's what I'm enjoying. So. We're going to continue on here, though. Uh, we actually have a viewer question. So uh, for those of you uh, that aren't aware, if you ever want to, just go ahead and ask, ask us a question uh, on Twitter at Vault Hunters Pod. Uh, you can also go ahead and submit a question at a Vault Hunters Guide at gmail.com. So, um, so this question we have is from, let me go ahead and open it up here. Yeah, this question is from Michael Penner on Twitter. He says, what are the most overrated and underrated guns slash gear in the game, e.g. Breath of the Dying Rocks, but you don't see the hype around the EMP5? So, I don't know, do you have any, do you have anything, like any input on that right away, Drew? Yes. Would you care to elaborate? <clears throat> yes. Um, I feel like... There are a lot of epics that are kind of underrated um, in general. Um, like, if you get a sick anointed um, stagecoach, uh, you know, Jacob's shotgun, it's the stagecoach, uh, Q system, uh, a lot of Vladoff sniper rifles and stuff, like, that's a huge... If you can get the right rolls and stuff on it and get it anointed, those can be... Those can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. 
That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. So, no, I, I agree. I, I think he's totally right about that. Um, especially if you get something where, if you get a stagecoach where, yeah, after action, after you use your action skill, damage is increased by 100% for a short time. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah, and sick. you're doing that on Rack Attack Flak, then that's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, it's, then, it, then it's consistent. It's like there's never going to be a time where you don't have that then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and Q systems and Vladoff sniper rifles are kind of the same way. <clears throat> so, I also think that one of the bigger underrated ones that people don't talk about a lot is the Star Helix. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people would go and get the Dictator instead, but since. But since doll guns in general have gotten a buff, I think the Star Helix is actually really, really good. Plus, I'll be honest, it's just a really cool-looking weapon. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. oh, Agreed. it's just fun that way. So, um, and then another one I think is pretty underrated is uh, the Hornet. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's always been really consistent. Again, it's another doll one, so it would have... Yeah, it's, that, yeah, it's a doll one, right? So I think yeah, that would apply but, to the buff. No, I think they only buffed doll assault rifles. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, um, it's funny that you bring up the Hornet, because I actually went through, because I had it in first playthrough uh, on my Flak character recently going through um, on PC, and yeah. I didn't have a Corrosive Cutsman to fight Agonizer 9000, as mm. which you should have, because it makes that fight so much faster and easier. Yep. But I did have a on-level Venomous Hornet, which was really nice because it, it was actually kind of funny because the, the burst fire on there made it super, super easy to hit all of uh, Agonizer 9000's critical hit spots really easily. You know, you just, you have that, I want to say it's like a, I want to say it's like a four or five round burst that I had. Yeah. Um, yep. But like, as soon as you are done with that burst, then you're back on target again. You know, it was really nice. Nice. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of swinging the other way. Um, Whoa, I, <laughs> yeah, kind of swinging the other way. Um, I feel that the unseen threat is kind of overrated. I understand what it does and how it works and everything like that, and it does do pretty solid base damage, and then you've got the other things that come off of it that do extra damage and everything. For those that don't know, how does the unseen threat work? Okay, so... When you get a critical hit on it, I think it's specifically a critical hit. Mm-hmm. So um, what happens is other... Uh, it's from the from the new DLC, and when you get a critical hit on it, the there are other projectiles that come from that point of impact, and they kind of zoop around. I don't know what the proper term is. It's not like they go in a straight line or anything. They kind of make like this weird pattern, and mm-hmm. they hit another target whether it's or not necessarily another target they hit a target whether it's the one that you just fired on or another nearby one and that does a lot of extra damage but to me it's just so slow feeling uh when it happens because it's like bang pow bang pow it's like man i just want to to me i would get a skull masher or a cocky bastard that can fire more quickly so i can have that average dps be a little bit higher personally yeah yeah that makes sense to me and it since a since skull mashers and cocky bastards are um jacobs anyways you're still gonna get that ricochet 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to get the ricochet. And the nice thing On is. Crits, anyways. Yeah. And that's the nice thing is that any of those things, if you are working with a build that specifically has, you know, like, hey, plus 25% Jacob's damage or Jacob's crit damage or reload speed or anything, it's going to apply to all of them anyway. So for me personally, that's what that's what it is. Again, that one's probably more of an opinion-based situation, I would say. It's really up to you, whatever you want to use, but that's just me and, and my playstyle. Yeah, I get a similar feeling about the about the one-pump chump. Mm. It's... um. It's a good, it's a good shotgun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially good if you have, um, if you're maxed into leave no trace on flak, and then have bonus points in leave no trace. Like if you can get that up to, you know, six out of three, then right. you're getting, then you have a chance uh, between that and megavore. Like you've got a pretty good chance of getting multiple shots out of it before it reloads. But that's a that's a pretty specific example. Like you have less, ch- I mean, and you can also do something with Moe's, you know, with her. Yeah. With her infinite ammo stuff. Yeah. 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 But, <clears throat> but overall I would say, um, the Hellwalker and the Garcia are, you get higher DPS out of the, the Garcia for non or for fire based enemies, you know, fire, spider ants or whatever yeah Are fire spider ants even a thing in borderlands 3 yeah okay i didn't i was like man i remember a shit ton of them in borderlands 2 but yeah the, i mean they're I'm only they're only they're only in the desert desert areas and in the desert areas we're usually in vehicles though so we don't see them much anymore yeah that's a good point but anyway so the Hellwalker for enemies that are susceptible to um fire damage and the garcia for those that are um you could just you can get stupid high damage um, yeah, I I just those are my preferred ones. That's fair. I totally get that. So, but we appreciate uh, the question, Michael. So thank you for submitting that. Uh, interesting fact. <laughs> um, it's incredibly on topic. <laughs> yeah, like super on topic. And uh, we had this we had this episode written up uh, about a week ago, and so this actually works out really really well. Um, because we just put out, uh, the tweet last night to ask us any questions, but what it is, is, uh, we're talking about budget alternatives to hard ish to find weapons. So, uh, bringing in some of our magic talk, like we do a little bit, um, basically budget alternative means this is something that does something similar, but at a, uh, but at a. Uh, with a cost, essentially. And usually that cost is it doesn't do it quite as well, even though it's a similar thing. So if there is anyone out there, because I'm sure there's got to be some... Cro- I kn- we know there's a little bit of crossover out there. Uh, to anyone that's wondering, this is going from, you know, like, Demonic Tutor to... Uh, God, Diabolic the, Tutor. Diabolic Tutor. Yeah, same thing. There you go. There's yeah. your magic reference. So, yeah, so this is... Um, if you... This happens to people a lot. I I know it does because it happens to us a lot. So it's got to happen to everybody else too, especially people who are playing Borderlands more casually. Um, You go and you search up a build video by your favorite favorite streamer or whatever, and favorite content creator. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And and they're like, hey, we're rocking four, you know, 
four Lyudas, one for every element, and you're like, if you're not grinding a ton, the Lyuda can be a real, real bitch to get, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, uh, I mean, this is just our first example, but, like, um, we're not going to get, we're not diving headlong into it, but, like, the Lyuda, you can... You can get it from Zero's Wanted list as a reward, or you can get it from Tremendous Rex, which comes at the end of the uh, Cistern of Slaughter. And and even then, it can... only has a chance to drop from Tremendous Rex. <laughs> right, right. It's not, even a, it's not even a guaranteed drop from Tremendous Rex. So it can be a pain. So what we're, do- what we're doing is we're going through um, some, of the more, some of the most powerful weapons in the game, and we're... Some of the most powerful weapons in the game that are difficult to get and we have alternatives for you that should serve a similar purpose like not quite as well but be close enough to get you there until you are able to get the thing that you're looking for right before we get too far into it we know there's going to be those people out there they're like oh layuda's not hard to get i get world drops of layuda's all the time yes it is a world drop, and you got incredibly lucky to get that. Just remember that anytime you get any weapon that is a world drop instead of coming from someplace specific, what that means is that for every one that you get, you're effectively, you're not taking it from someone, but that is one that somebody else did not get. <laughs> right, right. More also, or less. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, this list does not include, um, <clears throat> even though this is some of the most powerful weapons in the game, it is not does not include the ones that are now easy to get, such as a Cutsman, for example. Right. Right. Cutsman, since the rare drop, since the rare spawns are every time now, it's so easy to get. You just, it's it's literally one of the easiest farms, because you can, because you spawn in, like, just like you hop in a vehicle, go around the corner, up the stairs, down the thing, and there's, and there's, what's his face, Borman Nates. Yeah. You know, so farming a cutsman is not hard anymore. Yeah. It's not, it's not difficult to do. So. Correct. Yep. Correct. So, so if you're looking for stuff like that, like if you're looking for, if you're like, well, I don't know, like if we didn't include it on this list, it's either because it's a, not one of the absolute top tier weapons in the game or B it's easy to get. It's, yep. it's easy to get. Just go on to, uh, go on to K sixes, uh, killer sixes, Twitter or, Twitter page, and he's got a sticky post right at the top that has a spreadsheet, a Google Doc spreadsheet that shows where you can get everything. So yeah, and it and from what we've seen, it stays updated pretty regularly as well. It's really, really good. So really good. We use so, it all the time. So, but that being said, again, that's the whole point of this one. Hard to find things that are really, really good in game. We're gonna find some things that are similar maybe not quite as maybe not quite as good but they're a lot easier to find and to get and to farm so that being with that being said drew you kind of led into this right away uh so why don't you go ahead and start fucking gave it away right at the beginning (laughs) you did so why don't you go ahead and start us off with uh the layuda okay so the first one is the layuda like we said uh it has an increased chance to drop from tremendous rex at the end of the cistern of slaughter you gotta go through five rounds of shit to get to Tremendous Rex, and then kill Tremendous Rex, and then hope that they drop a Lyuda, and then hope that the Lyuda is the one that you want. Yeah, that that being said, too, is that it's one of those guns that if you don't have it, it's it's a pain to get to it, almost, type situation. Because, uh, it's, similarly, 
uh, things that are anointed have a higher chance to drop the higher mayhem level you go. So if you're trying to get this thing on mayhem four, you're going to have a beast of a time if you probably don't already have one. Right, right, exactly. Uh, so that's one way of getting the Leuda. The other is by completing uh, the wanted list that Zero has. Uh, there's like legendary, you know, it's a legendary assassination list that you got to do. Yeah. Um, you can do that and get a Lyuda. Um You can, I believe that the way to get the Lyuda that you're looking for there is either do it read only on PC or do like dashboard quits on um on on console. console yeah yeah so that that can make it tough uh and that's and a pain read. and 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 there's it's rare but there's also that small chance that if you dashboard that something goes weird and your save file gets corrupted please don't you know go out and witch hunt and be like oh everyone's save file is going to get deleted it's like no but there is that small chance <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely a chance. So uh, the Laudu's power lies in splitting into multiple projectiles and having a high fire rate, both. Uh, unfortunately, it's no, it, it's just notoriously hard to get. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I already kind of covered some of the stuff that we had written up on this. My yeah, bad. I know. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, well. Uh, so anyways, um, you still get to fight a dinosaur. And, and have a chance at getting a decent sniper rifle out of it by killing the Tremendous Rex. But the easier way to go about it is to just go get a, um, just go get a wood blocker. It's the same exact thing. You st I mean, it's not the exact same thing. <laughs> you still fight a dinosaur, you still get a sick sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, the wood blocker is a legendary Hyperion uh, weapon. It doesn't split into multiple pellets like the Lyuda does, but it shoots in a rapid four-round burst, uh, and so it gives you multiple pellets per trigger pull. So you're still getting a ton of hits at the same time. And actually, <laughs> I mean, we we could include this um, at some point if they fix it, but uh, you could also do the Skull Masher, but it's also notoriously hard to get right now. <laughs> like, yeah. If you've been following our Twitter page, you, you'll see Jeff's, uh, you know, attempts at getting a, a Skull Masher have not been going great. <laughs> but he finally did get one. Seriously, f yeah, I, I got one. It was basically the worst one you could get, so I had to keep farming. Like, to the point to where I, the one that I found was the anointment on it was plus 25% critical hit damage while airborne. So that's awful <laughs> right away. Yeah. I also got, it was about 2,400 uh, damage times five pellets. Um, and yeah, the nice thing, I mean, it had a larger magazine, which, you know, that's cool. But again, if you're using, if you're doing a flak build, right, you can kind of make your magazine as big as you want almost. Yeah. So when, when I end up getting a different one, uh, the anointment I got on it was consecutive hits add 1% damage every time, which was way better for this. Yeah. And I, and I also got it at about 3,500 damage times yeah, five so pellets. Yeah, so a thousand more damage. <laughs> per, per pellet. Per pellet. Right. So that means each time you shoot it, you're getting 5,000 more damage. Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyways, way better. <laughs> I mean, like we said, the chest event is over by the time this comes out, but, you know, hopefully you got a Skull Masher. That's also... Uh, a, a suitable replacement, but but overall, just go with the. If you're looking for a Lyuda, just get a wood blocker. In the meantime, it's it's a really solid gun, mm -hmm. um, way easier to get. You spawn in at um, you go to the Floodmore base and you travel to where 
Indo Tyrant is at, and then you can go. There's a there's an exit to another map there. I don't remember which one it is, but and then you go back through there and save quit, and you can just spawn in at that point every single time. Uh, K six and Jolt Dude both have videos on it, so they can yeah. show you exactly what I'm talking about. It's hard to convey via words on a podcast. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So yeah, I we think that's a solid. Uh, you know, if if the Lyuta is considered S tier, then this would be considered like A tier for those yeah, of you that you are understanding those rankings. Or if if you don't, if you're like, I don't know what he's talking about because S is way later in the alphabet than what <laughs> than what A is. If right. if you consider the Lyuta A tier, then this is B tier. Yeah, like there B, you go. B plus tier. <laughs> so yeah, um, going along with that same thing and kind of sticking with the theme. We do also have the Maggie, which, again, comes from Tremendous Rex. I don't know why they decided that two of the best weapons in the game had to come from the same drop source. It's just a dick move. <laughs> it is. It's, it's rough. It is rough times. So, um, so, yeah, there's Tremendous Rex, and that's really the only way to get it. I'm like, at least the Lyuta, you, you have a way to get one if you want to, as long as you save a playthrough till it's max level. So... Mm-hmm. And, and do that whole situation. Um, as far as a Maggie, the things that are good about it is it's a really solid damage Jacob's masher that is also a very, very quick fire rate. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are kind of the key components that make it really good. And uh, it, also, it also has some critical hit buffs too, right? Usually, I, I think that's part of it. I don't know. Not that I, not that I, I mean, I don't think that it's a massive one. I think it's a, it's like a relatively small or something. one. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. 10, right. like somewhere between like 10 and 30. Sure. So, okay. I'll so, look it up while you're talking. All right. Fair enough. So the nice thing is that there are ways to, uh, farm other things. Um, you can get a lucky seven in the DLC, uh, which is the Moxie DLC. They tend to drop pretty regularly just as world drops in the DLCs. That's the nice thing about the DLCs is that most weapons in them can be world drops from just about anywhere. Um, However, if you're having a hard time uh, getting it, you can also get it from Scrap Trap uh, and and farming that repeatedly and getting that to drop as well. The Lucky 7 is pretty similar. Um, The only thing is that it's not quite as consistent just because of the nature of it doing its lucky seven thing, which is that every time you reload, it has the slot machine thing. And so it might give, you know, this time it gives fire damage and critical hit, or this time it gives uh, bigger magazine and things like that. So you can get similar things out of it that you would to a Maggie. It's just not going to be consistent. Uh, one thing, however, that is very consistent is in the other DLC in the, uh, in the Love Guns, Guns, Love and Tentacle DLC, which is the Little Yeedy. Um, that one is very, very similar to the Maggie in that it is high damage and it has multiple pellets. However, in this case, multiple is you know, two. But still, yeah. you know, that yeah. works out it's really al- well. It's always two. Like, it's always an X2. Yeah. But the good news is that those pellets always do a ton of damage. I've seen, I think about 2,700 is usually where I've seen it at its highest. So you're looking at over 5,000 damage per shot on that. 
It's yeah. not always it's not always the most accurate is the only thing. So you got to make sure you're right up there in someone's face in order to make sure that you get it to work. But it still works really well. And again, if you're using uh, if you're using Flak where you can get ammo back, or if you're using uh, Moes where you've got infinite ammo stuff going on, those are both some very key ways to do it. So um, the other option, obviously, is just to do either um chest or vendor or really just be on the lookout for an epic anointed trick masher um those things are also pretty sick and if you can get the right anointment on it as far as you know extracurricular hit damage after um after using your action skill or anything like that that can also be suitable um yeah it's just that's just one of those things where that has a much higher chance to drop really in any difficulty than what anything else does so and again you can get again we know you can get maggies to just randomly drop and everything but since the only dedicated source of it is tremendous rex that makes the whole thing a little bit difficult so yeah don't forget to check that um the iridium weapon um vending machine down by earl i actually had not visited it in a while and stopped by the other day in one of my playthroughs i don't remember which and ended up finding a uh an epic anointed uh q system that was Ooh. uh consecutive shots oh um, nice <laughs> yeah and i was like holy shit <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's that's the best that you can hope for on that i think simply because of the tracker puck and like you're guaranteed to get constant hits you know yeah so. yeah absolutely no that's killer i yeah. like that a lot so <clears throat> anyway so drew do you want to do you want to go ahead and take us through our next uh our next I think one you set me up i think you knew that i was going to end up with this one because you and you wanted me to take this one because i would be the one saying it so next we're talking about the butt plug ah. uh <laughs> <laughs> And a lot of uh, everybody's going to be quick to point out, hey, the butt plug's not a legendary weapon. You're right. It's it's a mission reward for killing dump truck in uh, early in your playthrough, and gives a bonus 110 percent bonus to melee damage, and does double melee damage from behind. Hence the name. Yeah. Uh, frankly, your best bet of doing a melee build is to go into true vault hunter mode at max level so you can do the mission at level 57 and then get a level 57 butt plug uh but if you're dumb and you don't listen to my advice and you fuck it up uh then instead what you can do is you can get a uh psycho stabber from borman nates and it's not going to be as good as the butt plug because of that double damage from behind, but the Psycho Stabber does give a 120% bonus to melee damage, so it's still it's still a really good bonus from any angle from, except for behind, you know? Yeah, and this is one of those things where um, it's kind of interesting because the whole idea of the butt plug is that you're, you're not really firing it at all. So... Right you don't even really need it to be at max level, but we just, especially casual players might get so used to the idea. It's like, Oh, well I'm level, I'm level 30 and I got this thing at level 10. I don't need it anymore. And then you just sell it or whatever, things like that. It's like, no, 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 it's still good for what you're using it for. 
And like Drew said, so sometimes we get caught up in that kind of stuff and we sell it or forget about it or whatever, all that kind of stuff. Or maybe, maybe you're just going on a selling spree and you're selling anything that's not legendary. And then you're like, oh yeah, there's this. And then you zip out of the area and then you have no chance to actually buy it back again. Yep. Those are the things. So if you had a chance to get it and you got rid of it or something like that, then this is still a way for you to get something that does really solid melee damage uh, consistently and have a way to farm it consistently. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I do think it's really interesting the way that they decided to do that, though. The way that they decide to have the Psycho Stabber be more melee damage unless you're using the unless you're using the butt plug from behind like i understand that's the whole point of the butt plug and everything like that but i don't know how how do you feel about that like do you think like do you think that that was just an oversight on their part was they're like oh we're gonna make this psycho stabber and it's gonna do a ton of melee damage and then they're like and then some dude was like oh yeah but the butt plug from behind and they're like oh <laughs> yeah no i i think that um i think it was done intentionally and but I think that it would be, I think it'd be better if it was something like, so the butt plug is 120 or is 110% bonus. Yeah. And, you know, it does double damage from behind. Or like, let's say that you even bumped it up to like 125 or 150 or something, right? And yeah. it's like double from behind. But then you do like 200% on the Psycho Stabber, like as its base, you know? Okay. Okay. I think that fair. would be I think that would be better, but but would you, I don't work in gearbox. <laughs> no, you don't. Otherwise we would be having much different conversations right now. <laughs> yeah. Everything's perfect. So there. Gee. Nothing thanks. needs fixing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clocking out early and going home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. So real talk. What if there's something with a psycho stabber that's like an Easter egg that we don't know about yet? Like what if what if the Psycho Stabber also does double damage or something like that, but it only works if your opponent is like standing, if your enemy is standing in water or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Speed of the internet and everything. I feel like we would have figured it out by now. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's a fair point. So no, I, I think that'd be fun. I just wish that there were some, something that it had like that to make it slightly more, I don't know. Like it's. I, I mean, it shoots knives. What else do you want? Yeah, that's fair. And it is obviously very good damage, but still. Anyway, moving right along, then uh, we are now on to the Becca, uh, which is a returning weapon from Borderlands Two. I don't think it was in Borderlands. Electric one. Boogaloo. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Yes, accurate. Um. So. The Becca and what it does, it's essentially, if you're not familiar with what the Becca does, it's a Jacob's uh, assault rifle, and it's very, very similar to the Lyuda in that you fire around and it splits into two projectiles instead of one. So it has that same type, type of idea. Um, unfortunately, similar to the Lyuda, you can only get it from, instead of getting it from the Zero Assassinations, you get this one from the Hammerlock Hunts, which, again, you only have one chance at doing consistently. So, unless you dashboard, and again, we've talked about this several times, so that's the situation. Um, we weren't quite sure 
in which direction to take this one. So we gave you guys some options. It's kind of up to your play style a little bit. Um, so here, here's where we went. We, we've got two options from the same, from the same enemy. Uh, you can go to Billy the Anointed, and you can look for either a Gatling gun or a lead sprinkler. The biggest difference is, is that <clears throat> the Gatling gun is still going to be very quick fire, and it's still going to be in that Jacob's line. So again, if you're doing something like, um, if you're doing something where you're specific to Jacobs, uh, like again, say if you have Jacobs critical hit damage or Jacobs um, reload speed or something like that that you have on a mod and that's been working really well for you, then sticking with Jacobs is going to be the way, and you get again a very very consistent quick firing uh, weapon out of it in the Gatling gun. If you're looking more specifically at critical hits uh, because of that, then the lead sprinkler might be the better option for you. Again, the big difference here <clears throat> is that the lead sprinkler, specifically when you do crits with it, it makes <clears throat> oh sorry, it makes other things um, it makes other projectiles kind of spawn out of it that do small explosive damage. So you get the initial hit on a crit, and then you also get um, you also get splash damage that goes around it as well. So it just seems to work out pretty well as far as that goes. So, mm -hmm. um, Drew, you want to take us through the other option if you're looking at that? Yeah, the last one is the Dictator, and we really everybody loves the Dictator because it's phenomenal. Um, it's uh, Vladoff, so you're not staying with the Jacobs thing. But if you're if what you're looking for is like the multiple pellet thing, then the Dictator has as many pellets as you can get. I think out of out of an assault out of still keeping an assault rifle. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> um, the Dictator is super easy to. So I mean, it's it the dictator's easy to farm. Uh, just run through the guts of Carnivora, and you go to Agonizer Nine Thousand, and you just farm farm it, and eventually you'll get some dictators. Um, and you can get whatever whatever you're looking for there. Um, yeah. it's if I guess our thing is like, and I know we reference this a lot, but it's because a lot of people do it. If you're specced into, if you're playing Flak, you're specced into Megavore, you're getting a uh, critical hit chance, you know, wherever it hits on the body, and you're just looking for the multiple pellets thing, you're probably actually better off getting the Dictator than the Becca. It's just mm -hmm. that you're going you're gonna to go through more rounds to get the same amount of damage. So, plus, right. uh, uh, plus uh, we don't have this one listed, but again, the Star Helix is, is really good. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah, there's that option as well. So, whatever you're looking for... Whatever your reason for the, getting the Becca is, like here are some other alternatives depending on what you're looking to do. So, if right. you're looking for to to stay quick fire and stay Jacobs, use the Gatling gun, uh, which comes from Billy the Anointed. Uh, if you're looking for critical hit damage and more pellets, uh, then you can do this lead sprinkler, also Billy the Anointed. And then if you're looking for just multi, just as many pellets as possible on an assault rifle get the dictator from agonizer 9000. Yeah. The funny thing is, you know, so so here's an interesting question. I know I'm doing this right off the top of our heads, but this might not work out very well. But the the ironic thing is the um because the dictator used to 
not drop from Agonizer 9000 as well, right? They 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 put that in later, if I remember right. I f- think that might be correct. Yeah, because I think the only way that you really had a chance to get it um, previous to to it having that specific drop was there was a chance to also get it from the end boss of one of the other Circle of Slaughter type situations, the human one, the human Circle of Slaughter. Yeah, the, the Circle of Slaughter on Pandora? Yeah. Yeah, that one that's up there um, towards towards later game. Like, you have to go through Conrad's Hole to get to it the first yeah, time. Yeah, that sounds right. Man. So, so, I mean, interestingly enough, I think that it's kind of almost the same way. Like, if you were looking for a, if you were looking for a dictator at the time... So so here's the thing. Okay, so the so the Becca like the the Gatling gun and the lead sprinkler are are depending on what you're looking at are solid replacements for the Becca. But I don't feel that the Gatling gun or the lead sprinkler would have been a super solid thing to go for if you were looking for the dictator in the past. I don't know. Would you agree with that or disagree? Yeah, I'd absolutely agree with that. If you were looking for a dictator, I would say get a Star Helix. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. No, I like that. I like that option then. So no, that makes that makes sense. Ah, it's just funny the way that stuff changes. So maybe. So what you're saying is that there's a chance that they give uh, the Maggie and Lyuda a different drop as well. I'm I'm hoping so. Um, That'd be sick. I almost feel that's one of those situations though where I feel like the uh, the dictator is almost more utilitarian than either the Lyuda or the Maggie. Specifically, the, the Maggie and the Lyuda are there for damage, whereas the, whereas the Dictator oftentimes is there for other helpful things like getting a kill skill to proc. or Yeah, uh, it's like there for pellet count and stuff. Yeah, it's there for pellet count. It's, it's just there for sheer numbers. It's, it's literally... You know what? That's, that's what it is. The Dictator is literally there to cast a big net for something else you're doing. And that's the yeah. whole point. That's a good point. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's my whole thing about it. Um, moving along, though, the next one we have is the redistributor, which is something that only comes from Wotan. Uh, fortunately, I mean, now... Also world drops. Also world drops, yeah. So, fortunately... Uh, Wotan is now something that is a little bit more achievable due to the fact that um, they've rebalanced how the takedown works. And you can do either do, um, you know, the takedown on whatever mayhem mode and it scales to that. And it also scales to the amount of people. Or you can go back to true takedown mode, just that whole type of situation. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it can still be a pain to get to if you're not someone that's really good doing those things or if that's not what you're you know, your build is geared towards those kinds of things. So the nice thing about it is the redistributor has rounds that chain damage to other enemies after the first initial hit on a target. So you shoot an enemy with a round from the redistributor and then other projectiles come off of it and that chains that damage. Well, it's every, it's every seventh round has right. damage and, and then distributes that damage to other surrounding enemies. Right. So um, the thing that we recommend for that is now that uh, rare spawn enemies are, or that we've gotten the rare spawn enemy buff, 
is um, you can actually go and farm the Force Troopers, which are on Promethea as you're on your way to go to... Uh, it's, it's in the Atlas Headquarters area. Yeah. So uh, the thing about that is that every time you hit an enemy with the hyperfocus is that it splits off and goes... It's, it's like a T, right? It kind of yes. goes off. So, um, so it's like a T. So you hit that and essentially both guns are doing the same thing. It's more, they're more crowd control style guns. It just varies as to how they're doing it. The redistributor is a little bit more focused and controlled than how it actually does it. Whereas the hyperfocus is a little bit more chaotic. So if enemies are kind of bunched up and together and everything like that, the hyperfocus works really well to be able to do that. It's almost like, it's almost as weird as it sounds. It's almost like if uh, Jacob's made an SMG, the hyperfocus is kind of what you get out of it. Yeah, that's true because the the rounds ricochet off and everything. Except for they do it in a they ricochet off in a controlled manner with the hyperfocus because they come off uh, perpendicular to where the shot the original shot came from. Yeah. So again, the whole the whole idea of of the redistributor is crowd control, and the hyperfocus again. Like this is the whole point of this episode is like it does the same thing, not as good, but it's easier to find. So, yeah. So if you do want to run through, you know, you know, if you want to run through uh, the Malawan takedown, you know, you can take a hyper focus into it. You know, and because there's a lot of a lot of enemies all over the place all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and you'd be and you'd be okay with a hyper focus, and you can work your way to Wotan and try to get the redistributor. So, yeah, which honestly makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's that that really what Drew said there encompasses the whole spirit of Borderlands as a franchise. You start out with. At the very beginning of the game, when you very first start out, you're starting out with very basic, terrible guns, and you work your way up and you fight tougher and tougher things that drop better and better stuff so you can fight tougher and tougher things that drop better and better stuff, and you go through that consistently. And that's what this whole thing is. So so get, so get go farm the Force Troopers, get yourself a hyper-focus, so that way you can go and take on the takedown to get yourself a redistributor, you know, the the cycle of guns continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, <clears throat> do, you want, do you want to take this one or do you want me to take it? Well, see, the thing is I was supposed to take the redistributor, but you did. So, yeah, that was my bad. Cause you did so. the Becca and then you did the redistributor. And I know the one shutter shield is one that you came up with, but I'm doing it now. So, all right, fair enough. Take that. So the one shutter shield, it's, uh, only found in vending machines. <laughs> For the most part, like it can be found in chests too, world drops, etc. But uh, the one shotter is a very fun shield that's notoriously difficult to get, mainly because it's found in vending machines and it's epic instead of legendary. Legendary meaning it's very easy to miss. Uh, a lot of players have stated that they get it from Earl's vending machine on Century Three. If you want something that's similar, you can look for a health rerouter because the one shotter shield. Yeah, I was trying to talk on it. I don't remember what it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does it do, Jeff? All right, sure. So the so the one-shotter shield, what it does is it's an amp shield, and when it's fully charged, your next shot uh, will reduce your shield by 20%.
However, it'll also give you 100% damage on your next shot. So uh, now some of you might already be out there claiming, oh, Jeff, well, the, that automatically makes the health rerouter better. The big difference is that the health rerouter takes away 50% of your shield for 120% damage. Me, if, if I were a gambling man, I would say that I'd rather go with uh, taking less of your shield so you can have that higher damage more consistently. Um, you know, especially if you're doing this on something like, uh, if you're doing this on something like Zane, where, um, you know, you can get it so your shield recharge rate is really pretty quick, this thing will be super helpful. Uh, again, this is also something that's going to be super handy on Flak because if you're using something like a Skull Masher, or, uh, you know, if you can't, uh, you know, if you can't find it, then, you know, a cocky bastard or something like that, it's going to make that first shot on a boss really, really powerful. So, and the nice thing is, you know, you can use fade away and when you're in fade away, then your shield will come back and then you can go ahead and take another shot at it and it'll still work that way. It's just going to be a lot more consistent that your shield's going to be up if you're using a one shotter as opposed to a health rerouter. But that's the whole point is that maybe the one-shotter is not the easiest thing to get because it is primarily found in vending machines. Um, even some of the videos that I've seen on it, people have been like, yep, I didn't get this myself. Somebody mailed it to me or things like that. So, right, uh, right. so the health rerouter can be, felt, can be found from Princess Tarantella II. Uh, shout out to our boss's episode from Borderlands 1. Uh, cause what, yeah, Queen Tarantella was a, was an enemy in that, right? Yep. Cool. So, uh, you know, she can be found in, on Pandora in, in the Splinterlands, right? In the Splinterlands. Yeah. So, and it's just, again, it's another rare spawn that's a little bit easier to farm from that. So again, you could kind of make an argument for both of these. Me personally, I would go with the one shotter. However, the health rerouter is going to do a very similar thing, just at sacrificing more of your shield. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of the thing. You know, the, the additional damage is nice on the health rerouter, but most people take the increased shield recovery rate just so they can have that consistent damage out of it. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, cool. I think, actually, that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, again, the whole, the whole, like, we are not saying that any of the, any of these guns are better than, than the originals. Like, there's yeah, no also, way, there's no way, in my opinion, that a Lucky 7 is better than a Maggie. It's just yeah. not. We're also not saying that these are, are one-to-one replacements. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, they're not. It's, it's stuff that you can get that'll do, that it's a, it's a reasonable facsimile of, uh, of, of the other thing. So. Yeah. Think, think of it, think of it this way. Is that if, because uh, I'm, because I'm assuming there's probably going to be a decent crossover, because I know there's crossover with myself. Uh, if you're someone that enjoys drinking Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Dew is to Lyuta as Woodblocker is to Mountain Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Is it's, it as good? No, but it's uh, it'll get the job done. It's it's close enough for when somebody brings it at your family reunion and puts it in one of those giant 35 gallon of white coolers. Yes. That is not an experience that was unique to you. Everyone had that experience as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, so yeah, 
That brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, we've talked a lot about guns, so what should we do after we've talked about guns a lot, Drew? Going, going, gun! Nice. So, and this is one that we actually mentioned a little bit in here. So, um, it is actually one of our underrated guns. So, um, actually, you know, I took over a lot towards the end of the episode. Drew, why don't you go ahead and give us this one? Yeah, so this is the Garcia. This is a legendary Jacobs shotgun. Uh, it has an increased chance to drop from Chunk Stomp in the Floodmore Basin on Eden 6. The red text says, Rudy Tootie, Pointy Shooty. And uh, <laughs> that, that equates to big magazines. Yeah, like you might be sitting there thinking to yourself, oh... So it's it's a Jacobs with a larger magazine. It's like, no, no, no. I don't it's think a, you understand. It's a Jacobs shotgun with a big magazine. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you go and you want to check this out on the wiki, the picture specifically shows that this thing has a 20 round magazine, yeah. uh, which is gargantuan. Yeah. Like that, that is that is huge. So. And, and also, uh, in the middle of March, it got a, uh, a hotfix buff, so it had its fire rate and number of projectiles increased. Yeah, so so this thing is is pretty good and pretty on par at this point. Um, if again, if you're someone that likes the one pump chump, you'll really like this. If you're someone that really likes the Hellwalker, you'll really like this. This thing is kind of the happy medium uh, between those two, but also with a bigger magazine. That's kind of my idea of it. Is it's it's really solid damage now since the buff, and it's really good fire rate. Um, the fire rate is uh, generally somewhere around somewhere around uh, 3.0, which is pretty pretty good, especially for a Jacobs. And, uh, again, the magazine is just monstrous. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and again, you get to kill the dinosaur to get it. So yeah, another, cause it's another giant dino. So, yeah. so why not? I gotta be honest. Uh, I had totally forgotten about chonk stomp though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, the Garcia is not a, is not a returning weapon, right? No, no, it's not. It's, it's not a returning weapon. Um, but it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because some people do kind of compare it to um, um, kind of compare it to Sledge's shotgun. It's very similar in that. The big difference is obviously Sledge's shotgun has the burst fire thing going on, right. um, whereas the, ghost, the Garcia is more controlled and consistent. So Right, right. Boy, there was one shotgun in... Uh, the original Borderlands, though, like, and it wasn't Sledge's shotgun; it was some other shotgun, and it had like a super high fire rate and a big magazine. Was it the Bulldog? I think it might have been the Bulldog. That does sound familiar. It was. It wasn't the um. It wasn't the Boomstick from Baron Flint, was it? No, it wasn't the Boomstick. Dang it! Now I'm yeah. kind of curious about this too. I think it was. I think it was the Bulldog. Here. Yeah, the hunt. It's a legendary shotgun. Had an extended magazine, uh, increased fire rate, and, and reduced reload time. It was the bulldog. It had a magazine size of twenty. Yeah. Yep. But that was a doll and not a uh, not a Jacobs. So, okay. But still. Gotcha. See, I knew it. I remember getting one of those with like with like a Mordecai run or something, and just 
and I'm like, this is like he is not a shotgun guy, but <laughs> you but know. this thing, <laughs> yeah, nice, perfect. I like that. So, but yeah, if if you haven't checked out the Garcia yet, please do it. Uh, especially since the buff, it's really made this kind of a top tier weapon. I would say, you know, yeah, I would say it's I would say it's up there. It's definitely one of the better one of the better weapons in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So again, if you're someone that has been using a Hellwalker or one pump chump, be pleasantly surprised with what the Garcia can do now. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate it. We'll see you again in two weeks. Good luck and good drops. Bye.